You're listening to the I Like That Story podcast. We're in season five. This is episode three, How to Find More Energy. Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios, graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. Well, as you might be able to hear, I'm doing the podcast in my shop today, sitting next to the stove. Sundays seem to be a good day to clean and organize. My wife would say I'm puttering. I guess that's as good a term as any. But while I'm putting stuff away and clearing the mess, I can also more easily see what needs to be done and do some planning for my next project. Sometimes my next project is a shop project. Sometimes it's a speaking or teaching project. I guess today we're talking about teaching In the podcast this year, the word I'm focusing on is decide, and today I want to talk about energy. Last week, I talked about my chemistry teacher, Mr. Lindquist, and his lessons on reactions and limiting reagents. It goes like this. If you have 5,000 gallons of gas and one teaspoon of oxygen, you will only get a one teaspoon explosion. Once all the oxygen is used up, the reaction will stop because oxygen is the limiting reagent. So, in your life right now, what would be the limiting reagent? Hmm. Some would say it would be time. Some would say it would be money. Some would say energy. I guess it would depend on your age. Last week I talked about time. Today I want to talk about energy, because there are things in your life that either increase energy or decrease it. Progress, compensation, and health all seem to affect energy. (laughs) Now, health is probably the obvious one, right? Obvious and also slippery. Health is like that shy friend that slips out the back door while you are distracted about life. And if you don't pay attention to it, it will slip away all the faster. If I were you, I would decide how to pay attention to health daily. Progress affects energy. I was talking to a woman who goes to a church, large, grand building, but only 50 members attend on a regular basis. And this year, she said they're going to sell the building. Now, why she brought it up, I'm not sure. But what I'm sure of is the regress, the opposite of progress, was sapping her of her energy. A distant relative of mine who was a stalker at Walmart was talking about the growth of the company. Now, even though they are at the lowest rung of the business, the progress of the company gave them a certain pride and energy. We see this with sports teams, right? Or with cities. I may not be doing well, but I'm a New Yorker. I may not be doing well, but my team just won the Super Bowl, right? So it seems that bad news or things that seem too big for us to handle or are outside of our control make us sad and sap our energy. And good news that may have nothing to do with our efforts build energy. Compensation also affects energy. I heard a sales trainer say once that nothing gets a guy out of bed in the morning like pending business. (laughs) 
That's true, isn't it? If there's a deal in the works that will add something to our bank account, it gives us energy. Now, besides money, there's also social compensation, doing good deeds for the compliments we receive. There's task compensation, doing a task well and then completing it gives you a little jolt of energy. Now that the shop is clean, I feel like launching another project. I would say exercise also falls into this. Not only do you get the health and endorphin boost, you also get a little psychological boost. Hey, I did it. I went out and worked out this morning. There's also spiritual compensation. I was talking to a guy this morning who hands out Bibles, which has never been a particularly easy job, less so these days. So here's a funny story. In this organization, there's a guy on the streets of Brazil handing out Bibles. A pedestrian gets so mad, he grabs the Bible out of his hand, says this thing is a piece of worthless junk, and flings it up and out as far as he can. Meanwhile, there's an ex-convict tarring a rooftop in downtown Brazil. His life has no meaning. He has decided to jump off the roof and kill himself when out of the blue, he gets hit in the head by the very same Bible. (laughs) Now, most people never see that cause and effect. In fact, the guy in the street who handed out the Bible never met the guy on the roof. This guy I'm talking to has no real miraculous personal story, yet the spiritual compensation of doing what he thinks God is calling him to do continues to, quote, pay him. There is creative compensation. My wife Libby is making quilts in the basement as I speak. The act of creating something is pleasing. So let's look at this quilt. Besides creating it, The task will be completed. She will have that feeling of task compensation. And then the recipients will ooh and ah over it, and she will get social compensation added to the list. And all of this is her total compensation package. In the case of Libby and her quilts, you notice that there is no monetary compensation. I asked her if she would ever sell them. She says definitely not because the trade-off between gaining money and losing social compensation from friends and family is not enough. So now to the point of this particular podcast. What will you decide to do in 2023 that will increase your compensation package? What is your plan to offset your monetary compensation after you retire? And no, I'm not talking about the money part here. I'm talking about the energy you get from earning a wage that makes you value yourself. What will you do that will increase your value and then increase your energy? This is not an easy answer, is it? But it is a necessary question. One that may help you understand why the word retirement makes people a little worried. Now, there's a warning here. If you don't face this question, if you don't decide, you will absolutely follow in the steps of those that are older than you who retire only to watch their value steadily decrease, their time decrease, 
and their energy also decrease. Now, these people are not worthless, but they are worth less. And that is not sad. You see, sadness is inescapable. No, it's tragic because it is so preventable. So as I've said, four years ago, I made a decision to pursue a completely different path and career that I'm passionate about, have natural talents in, is deeply satisfying, and was born to do. And my compensation package continues to increase at a very satisfying rate. And most importantly, I wrote down exactly how I did it, then adapted it for anybody to be used at any time. I called it my what the heck am I supposed to do with the rest of my life map, and if you're interested, reach out to me at LinkedIn or through my website, ilikethatstory.net. ilikethatstory.net. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.